podcast has changed my life. Dan, it's lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be met. Come on, sit down, tuck in. This is not funny! I had a difficult hurdle on the way here. Oh, God. What happened? I came out to my car. Mm. Actually, well, I, when I got up, I walked past my car, which was in a, a 1P oh. um, near my place. It's getting complex already. And look, basically, often they won't book people there. Yeah. You know what I mean? I've taken the risk before. You know the lay of the land. It's your neighborhood. I know the lay of the land. But can I say, I got booked like maybe even like a month ago. Mm. And like it, that like alerted me to the fact, oh, maybe they're monitoring this place a bit more. But anyway, checked, no fine. Mm. Went and had breakfast. Got back, came back to get in the car, and there was a guy there, and he was like looking at me, like a tradie dude, yeah. at the back of his van in front of my car. Yeah. And he's like, you got booked. Oh. And I'm from like, a, no. A tradie said that. That's, that's even worse. Well, this is the thing. It's like, not only did I get booked, which is like, it sucks, but I suppose when you get bad news by yourself, which that's often how it works, you kind of get to process that alone, mm. you know, in the way that you process grief. Totally. Yeah, but this guy was like watching me grieve, and then kind of wanted to have a chat about how fucked parking, parking inspectors tickets. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like the chat, but how did you? Did you try to play it off like it won't affect you? Like this is nothing to me, or did you really let it hit you hard? <laughs> no. If anything, I think I was concerned about being perceived as someone who was like because which is the truth. Yeah, someone who is terrible with money and gambles too much on not getting booked. Yeah. And is too flippant about money. So I wanted to come across as someone who was really Really distraught. upset about it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do you, did you do some overacting? You're like, fuck. Well, I was like, oh, no. My day's ruined. <laughs> God and damn it. He's like, oh, Cost of dogs. living pressures. You're kidding me. <laughs> How can an average person afford this? <laughs> I said... I said, oh, God, I can't believe it. It shouldn't even be a 2P here. And then uh, I turned around and saw it was a 1P. And I'm like, it's a 1P. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> God then, damn it. He goes, he goes uh, I told him when he was here. And I'm like, oh, what, he, did you he I'm like what, did you what did you tell him? And he's like, I told him, get the fuck away from my van. Don't even think coming to my van. No, he didn't say that to the party. Well, yeah, that's what he said he said. He told him to fuck off. But also he said he told him, like, when he first said, I told him. I'm like, oh, was he trying to like protect my car? And then mm. one follow-up question, he reveals, no, he was being self-interested. Because, I mean, of course. I mean, of course. What's he meant to do? It's a the wild, wild west out there. As if you're going to be it's like, also, by the way, don't touch this sedan of the person <laughs> I've never met. I'll take a bullet for this sedan. Leave my Hilux and this sedan alone. <laughs> it's just me and this random other car, which something about the license plate and the design and the stuff in there that's not quite clean, but it's kind of a bit clean. Like, you know, the kind of stuff this guy has. I have a connection. I've got a bond and he doesn't deserve to go down. <laughs> I have a feeling he's around and I might have an interaction later that will justify standing up for him like this. Well, so what was he just lingering around your car? He was like, was I he think, working on something? Working in one of the houses or something, and was yeah. about to go in and was getting stuff out of his van. God. And then he goes, "How much is it for?" So he made me read out. No, but that the is amount. the information you want because you want you want you to say a high amount, and then he can go. Oh, <laughs> <like that. laughs> it never ends. I think he guessed. I think he goes, "How much? A hundred? And I'm like, "One twenty usually. Which then I'm like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> I know the standard rate." Which is not a good sign. It is also like, I have a parking question. 
I don't like. Here we go. I understand the one p and the two p. Yep. Because they want to move cars around, right? They yep. don't want you just leaving it there. Yeah. But it is almost more annoying because, like, I park in a one p and I'm like, it's free. I've just got a car park here. I don't have the mindset that my parking's going to run out. At least when you yeah. put money in the thing and they say twelve forty three, you're done. That's yeah. like in your head, you're like, I got a hard out. Dude, you know what I'm doing? The one p exactly. means what? nothing. I don't even know one p. That's what? not an hour. Say one hour, but instead it says one p. What the fuck are they talking about? Dude, one p means so like okay. So let's say I park there at midday, right? Yeah. For someone to come along, so yeah, if the ticket situation completely different, put that onto one side. Yeah. Well, let's say one p, no ticket. If I leave there and I go about my day, for to get fined for going over one, so basically one p.m. Yeah, you're done. You've got to come back with, and there's at that point there's no risk of getting fined. Yeah. However, if you come back at one ten, the only way you're going to get fined in that situation is if in the first ten minutes of you parking there, a parking inspector mm, comes along exactly and marks your car with the how, bit of chalk on the thing. How unlucky could and you be? And what are the chances of that? What are the odds of that? <laughs> It's outrageous. Also, First 10 minutes. Also so the, then 20. So th- And using that logic, you can push yourself up to 30, 40. 1P should be 2P. It's like, what are the odds in the first half an hour? Yeah. Like, where are they? We need to put, <laughs> like, find my friends trackers on. If someone invented that app, oh, my God, best app of all time, you could track parking inspectors where they were just walking around. In fact, you should be able to. Why are they? <laughs> they do have to wear yellow secret. probably for that reason. Yeah, so the community has demanded that they be conspicuous. Also, it's like, so the, So say you park in a 1P, there's no bays, right? You're just yep. in, you're just parking on the side of the street. Mm. Like, you, like, we fucking pay for the roads, and now you're going to, like, <laughs> try to find us for where we supposed to put the car you can't put the car the car can only go on the road and then you're going to find it's for stopping it somewhere on the road yeah the road is for going somewhere and stopping exactly the road isn't just for driving around yeah the road is the road's there you're allowed to use the road then you're going to fucking find us for stopping it doesn't make sense but also so one i get it in a bay you park in a bay it's time Mm. to put the money in it's like yeah if i'm in this designated area i've got to get out by that time but if i just park and then I move the car, what, 30 centimetres? Are they still going to find me in a 1P? Like on a side street, 1P, I move it 30 centimetres from where it was. Yeah. Do I still get fined? So I think The car's you do. moved. I think, I think you could even get done if you kind of moved to like, like two spaces down or something. Ugh. I think it's little region by little region, but I think you might have a bit of a case. But I think practically speaking, it's often about whether they, the chalk rubs off. Oh. So if you just have it like an eraser. Yeah, yeah. I think if you had a little eraser, but then also in my mind, in my mind, my car is famous in certain areas. Mm, oh, it would be. <laughs> it definitely is. I know cars around my street. I, well, I just think if you're a if if you're a parking inspector, you'd have cars like you know. There's a few places I've been fined multiple times over the years. Yeah, and so I do. I would worry that even if I had an erase the chalk strategy, yeah, that they would They'd come back, recognize my car. From the chalk, doing the chalk an hour ago, particularly in a one P, it's like how bad are these guys' memories? I don't know if I told you, I've got some goss. I don't know okay. if they're doing this in in Melbourne, but in Sydney, mm. sometimes because you know the, the traditional car fine, uh, parking fine situation is that you come back and like let's say you've taken a bit of a risk, you're in a one P, you leave at midday, you come back at one forty, yeah, and as you're walking back to your car, you're thinking, oh, have I gotten away with it? Like it's, mm. it's almost a bit fun. And then a slight breeze just goes past your your car, and you just see a little flap on the windscreen. <laughs> you're like, God, no, no. I, by the way, before we get into it, my yeah. strategy often very. I'm quite mortified and embarrassed, so yeah. I don't want people. I do it so quickly, 
and I I grab it and I get I never stop and react and like look. Oh, neither, neither. I no, grab no. it in the car, move on with my day. In fact, Dude, it's a if I could be paying of, it whilst driving, I would just want to get it out of my brain immediately. Pretend it never happened. Dude, I swear I told you about this strategy years ago when you lost your headphones or something. It's like you did tell me this. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've lived my life this way. <laughs> it never happened, dude. Dude, it never. I happened. have I have used this strategy. Bought AirPods that afternoon. The next morning, found the original AirPods. Yeah, yeah. Well, because you don't want to be someone that loses something. That's the other thing. My what AirPods. Is the thing? Having a problem that is perceivable. And very obvious to to strangers is embarrassing. Yeah. You know, it's like having oh. pissed yourself or something. It's like people can just look and go, "Ha ha, dude!" Absolutely. The first Your problems week, need to be complex and and impossible to guess. Yeah, like I'm always I'm thinking heavily about the conflict in the Middle East. Instead, I'm <laughs> like, "Have you seen my AirPods? I've just lost one AirPod, so it's actually quite frustrating. If I've, lost I've both, actually I just, just have to replace the, them, but the just charging, one AirPod, and they charging actually let you buy AirPod. like one left AirPod because it can't pair with the right AirPod. So, <laughs> if anyone's seen my AirPod, and financially, it's actually more more annoying to buy the left AirPod because they charge you about. 70% of the cost of two AirPods. And I, I, financially, that doesn't make sense. I can't compute that in my brain. Look, I know you said that you, you can't find the AirPod, but I'm just, I'm just getting the sense that none of you really looked. So I, th- I think it would be great if we all just took five and just looked under our desks and, and thought maybe in the past where they had seen an AirPod. Like, I, I'm seeing you think, but I'm not really seeing you think very hard about it. You, in the first month of the project, um, TV Week came and did like a shoot with us on the desk sure. and I lost my AirPods and then I got the PR lady to send me the email address of the producer from TV Week and I emailed asking if anyone picked up my AirPods. What the hell? Isn't this like the a, next day this is a promotional it... thing to, in order to make your show look cool so TV Week do a good story so more people watch it and you're sending emails to them being like, where are my AirPods? And then they found, of course, someone had my AirPods the next day. Like I just left them on the set and someone had picked them up and were like, oh, so put them in the my The person you'd room. emailed or someone? No, TV Week had nothing to do with it. TV Week, <laughs> TV Week were like, okay, Sam, we'll ask around. <laughs> You know what I was that like, is? get me the editor of TV Week. <laughs> I want a more senior person who's really going to take my AirPod trouble seriously. I feel like that's almost a bit of an insult to TV Week. I feel like if it was a bit more of a, um, a, a, yeah. a like a publication that, if it was, that was more going to do like gossip or something, mm. you wouldn't you wouldn't email it. Like if it was Daily Mail, you'd be like, oh, they're going to use the AirPods <laughs> thing. Like, the they're going to get us. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. TV week, it's like, oh, you know. You wouldn't email the New York Times being like, did you take my AirPods? (laughs) Exactly. You know what I mean? They're more, they're more like, they've got ethical, and no disrespect to TV week. I think it's a terrific publication, but I was just blinded by the loss of the AirPods. (laughs) I think, yeah, at worst, you're going to end up in like a a crossword at the back of TV week or something. Yeah. Like a a, a nine down. This comedian (laughs) doesn't really take his personal belongings very seriously. Absolutely not. Um, anyway, sorry, I distracted you. You were still. You had something to say about parking inspectors. Well, I was just from the parking inspector community. I had an Uber driver who was a parking yeah. inspector. Oh, and he told me a few things about the parking inspector community. First of all, as I just described before, previously you come back to your car. There's either a ticket there or, or there's not. Sometimes you see, you think you see a little ticket, but it's actually a little leaf, and you're like, "Oh no, I've been got." And then you get closer, you're like, "Oh my god!" That's a, a great leaf. feeling when it's a it leaf. A great Holy hell, that! Or if it's like you've put a bit of paper on the dashboard inside yeah, the car, yeah, yeah. a parking see, ticket, and you're like, which is kind of like that's the that's the the way to prevent. Oh, totally. That's the enemy. I think sometimes when I put lots of parking tickets on my dash, like because they're just there because I've paid for parking lots of times, mm. and I'm in a one p and I've gone a bit over or whatever. I like to think that a parking inspector would see all those tickets and say, look, 
Mm. So forgiveness is in order in this case because this guy pays for parking. Clearly. This guy in other yeah, cases, really this guy's not a serial. This offender. guy's giving us a job, basically. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We don't want to burden this guy too much. <laughs> yeah, but they don't often do it. I once left my car on the side of the street somewhere where mm. I was living, forgot about it, went away for a week, mm. and as I'm leaving, I'm like, "Fuck, I'll get a parking ticket." Yeah. But then I was like, "I'll only get one because I'll see it on there, and they're not yeah. going to give me another." I came back, there were two on there. Yeah, they put that's... them next to each other. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, that's someone who saw the movie Double Jeopardy recently and thinks this applies to car parking. <laughs> it's, it's they actually rules. can't legal, legally try me twice because it, if it's in my wife's name and exactly. I've done it for two days in a row, there's something about no. that. No, so I'm like Trump. I've got all these legal cases going, but parking <laughs> t- there's multiple hanging over my head. But you know what? So I almost think that that process of coming back a is a bit of fun because it's like ooh, it's like gambling, mm. and if you get away with it, it's a good feeling. Oh, it's such a good feeling. But if you don't get away with it, I think it also teaches you a lesson. Okay. Part of the reason of doing of, of fines mm. is revenue raising, of course. Yeah. But part of the reason also is to discourage bad behaviour in these um, areas where it's one p. There needs to be churn. There needs to be turnover of the different cars coming in and out to to go to does, the businesses, to go to the there. shops. What if There's they got rid of all stuff of it? Here, right? If they got rid of all of it, then what? I, I struggled to believe that you would never People get People would a car. leave their cars for days and days and days out the front of busy shopping centres and they would, they'd be an eyesore and there'd be less um, accessibility for people who are coming and trying to pay money at these shops and the local economies would suffer. Let's give it a go. I struggled to believe <laughs> that there was this huge problem before yeah. they bought in parking, that it was like you couldn't get a park. There were just car parks at the front of every Before good they shop. brought in parking. Parking is. When did they bring in parking? As if I struggled to believe. Hang on, you think what? for the first five years of cars, they just never stopped? What? So just- you're saying Henry T. Ford created the Ford. The next day, there was this little cunt in a high-vis thing going around, like putting parking. Parking tickets. I think you could argue that parking was invented before driving. (laughs) (laughs) What on the horses? Well, because no, the first the first car before it started off on its first journey, it was parked. Well then what like it's the chicken or the egg situation. Well then you parking is the egg. You then can't find us for the original use of the car. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's yeah, original, yeah. if if it's birthplace with parking, that's what the car wants to do. Let well, it go back there. Don't find us. Don't even get me started on how they find us for going too fast. Oh. <laughs> Wait, they you... find us for being stationary. They find us for going too fast. Why make the car go fast? If, <laughs> yeah. if, if it's that much of a problem, cap us. Do you know what I mean? The, the speedo looks like that. And anything over like a quarter what? of what yeah, it's capable exactly. of. It's and we're put into prison. It's like, in what other context do they give you a tool that if you even turn it up to 50% of what it's capable of, you're committing a crime? Yeah, I can't think of another scenario like speeding, actually, when I think about that. It's not like you don't... It's like, yeah, there's heaps of food in the shops, but if you eat too much, you don't get fined. Do you know what I mean? Like, imagine if you every time you got bloated, you ate too much, they came around, they stuck a little $88 ticket on you. Yeah. And they'd be like, you don't know how to play by the rules. It'd be like, you know, your washing machine? It's got like big wash, medium wash, normal wash. It'd be like if they were sitting on there of like, go next door and bash your neighbours or something. (laughs) Like, commit heinous crime. And if you just use the factory settings, you've just yeah. purchased this that legally. put on there, yeah. It just goes and does a crime. They shouldn't make it part of well, the I product. Do I don't get it. I don't get it. It's such a, like... I think I, it's just for the autobahn, in my mind. Oh, uh, I've never been on an autobahn. But I would get too scared, I think. <laughs> I've been on an autobahn. Been over 140, like, once in my life. And it was a rush. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> yeah. But I can't it's, imagine um, getting up to those speeds. It is scary. But I just don't think it should be possible, I suppose. Unless... Mm. I, 
Like, who's it for, really? Autobahn? Mm. People running away from the police? Yep, that's... And do you know, that's a dying thing as well. You don't often mm. see a good... There was a car chase a few months ago in Sydney, and it was yeah. exhilarating. Ray Hadley... If you're at home listening to this, look it up. Ray Hadley commentating the police chase is one of the best things you'll ever see. He's doing it like a horse racer. He's like, they're coming around. They've got him. They've got him cornered. He's out of the car. Got him. Big win for the coppers. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I watched that on TikTok the other day. Yeah, it's great. It's actually, it's a good one. It's All the really comments good. were like, look, you know, you're often seeing LA car chases. It's good to see Australia kind of I come agree. up with like a banger. I agree. It's a, such a like America still has them, and they get the choppers up there. Yeah, I like. It's, it's all about the choppers. Use. It's all about yeah. the angles, you know. I Which, like, by the way, surely spooking the methed up driver way more the and chopper. making everything worse than being a chopper hovering over them. Yeah, totally. I suppose you're tracking them. I mean, anyway, my point is them. about parking tickets. Yeah. When you come back, yeah, you see that there's a piece of paper. Mm. If there's if it's not there, that's a fun feeling. Mm. If it is there. I think it discourages you from doing it again. You could argue that it doesn't because it kind of feels like gambling and it makes the whole thing exciting. Mm. But I'm going to differentiate this from the other uh, situation where you come back, there's no ticket on there, Mm. but then you get a fine in the mail like two weeks later. Oh, that's no good. Saying that you've been fined. Yeah, but that some councils in Sydney now do that, right? Really? Instead of putting a ticket on your car, they'll just take down your details and then they send the parking ticket to you, which has happened to me a few times. And then... It's like, damn it, now I don't even have the assurance. If I go 1.5 hours in a 1P and I come back to my car and there's no ticket there, I don't know for sure that I haven't been fine, so I don't get that fun feeling. But I also don't get the don't do this naughty thing again because you've been punished feeling. I just get this unrelated to my act. Like the punishment previously was related to the act. It punished the act immediately after the act. Now it's just like a vague punishment. It's like the first one is putting the dog's nose in its piss. Yeah. And then this one now is like, Two weeks later, kicked yeah. the dog for the piss before. Like, I'm not relating my behavior to the, to the punishment. Firstly, I didn't know this, that they did mm. that. That's awful. And you're totally right. There's no correlation between the act and then getting the fine or getting punished. So now mm. you're just walking around on eggshells. The inter- <laughs> it's actually abuse. This is like emotional abuse by the state. And do, do you this. know why? Because I was talking to an Uber driver who used to be a, a, a ticketing officer. Yeah. He told me why this was the case. Okay. It's because parking officers are unsafe. And they're getting abused by people, or they're worried about mm. them getting abused by people. I wonder so who's now doing this. They your don't even have the guts to go up and put the ticket on your car <gasps> because they're worried about someone yelling at them. So they, from afar, often sometimes they hide. They take down your details from like not even near your car, so no one knows what they're doing. Really, they do it like uh, incognito, really, and then they send you a fine in the mail. No, mm-hmm. that's what really? it's come to. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, of course. Well, maybe they're doing something they shouldn't be doing. I, I've never seen a law that people hate more than parking. Do you know what I mean? It's like everything else, everyone's like, fair enough. You can't do that. Speeding even, everyone's like, ah, you got me. No yeah. one ever thinks a parking fine is just. I... So, which is why they're getting abused. Like I, And not to go back to my original point, that they need to get rid of all parking restrictions. Yep. But they kind of do. It's just no one in society supports it. It's okay. like Albanese saying if the no gets up, he's like, we're not going to legislate it because the, the public's spoken. If you did a referendum today on parking inspectors, they're gone. Do you know what I mean? And he has to respect the wishes of the electorate. That is probably true in general, but I think you're, you're talking to someone who I do actually believe in parking. For, I uh, think it's all kind of fine. Wow. And that's why I felt myself in this conversation in a bit of a bind because on the one hand, I was disappointed. I didn't want a parking fine. But mm. I knew th- I knew the game going. You knew in. the game. You know what I mean. 
And, and Tom, do you know what? If it was if it was easy, everyone would do it. That's the other thing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And that yeah. really does apply to this. I had another um, a few weeks ago. I think I mentioned some of this to you. Mm. Vaguely parking related. I was walking past a, a car park. Yeah. Maybe about a month ago. Okay. And I'd been doing a gig. Mm-hmm. And I did pretty well at this gig. Okay, great. What what material did you do? Um, some crowd work into some maybe some one liners. I don't think I did any crowd work. I, th- I I think I just wandered on straight into material. Big laughs. Wow. Leave on a high. You they often laugh before you say anything because you look so funny. <laughs> what? You, you get laughs before you've even said a joke. Really? What? Yeah. I haven't noticed that. Sometimes before you even say things, people start laughing. No. Because you've got like a goofy, happy-go-lucky attitude. No, no, no. people are laughing be- because maybe they've seen me before and they kind of, oh, they're anticipating like, what, what jokes that I'm, yeah, is yeah. what I'm about to say. You yeah, know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because like, they've seen other things I've said. It's about like the content, like the clever thoughts that I've had and I've been able to construct jokes in a kind of clever way and that, that's why people so, are laughing. When they see you, they, they know you're funny. They've seen you before. They think back yeah. to something it's, else you've done. Then they start giggling. Before yeah. you even said hello. Yeah, because now they're wondering like, oh man, what's he going to say this time? Like, yeah. yeah, last yeah, time, because yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with him because I like his work. Yes. Even though I'm not saying that or anything, I'm just giggling. So how long, you could stand there a while then, killing, theoretically, with this theory. Because then it would just be triggered and they'll start remembering all this other funny stuff you've done. And, well, things, and then they'll just be laughing. That is what happens sometimes. Yeah, you go out and then people are laughing and then you just kind of smile and then like <laughs> kind of act like you're going to, and then people laugh more. <laughs> Because, yeah, you're playing off, you're doing a reference to previous times where they've really liked your intelligent humour and your, your like, gripping stories. Gripping? And you're kind of like, it's, it's self-referential. It's like, you know, it's like callbacks to other performances. It's, you've established a reputation that people are kind of already kind of know. It's like you're- when U2 comes out, yeah, people go, you! They yell, like, rock on! As they walk on. Yeah. It's not because their faces are like look like rock rock faces. It's because they're familiar with the people's work and they anticipate being in a rock mood, even though no rock has yet been so played. That's, you come out there anticipating the laughter. They're pumped. Yeah. Do they? And that's do why any, they're like, laughing woo! and pointing. Or they just go ha 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 ha. Yeah, they're laughing and then they point. And they they're point pointing at me. They're going, "This guy. <laughs> He's the guy who's going to be funny right now." Yes. Yeah. yeah. And this guy, my night's saved. And they point at my face because that's where the jokes come out of, but not because it's silly. And yes, they'll laugh and point, and sometimes you'll see them whispering to their friends and then like laughing like amongst. They whisper between themselves. And that's because they're kind of going, "Oh, remember? He looks. Remember the last time we saw like a video of this guy? It was pretty funny. It's like so I anticipated being funny again. Laugh so he doesn't cry. (laughs) No, 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 no. They're just they're just laughing because you know they're. They're fans. So you did well at this gig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But and, and because of my jokes and nothing to do because with Because of my the face. jokes, yeah. Because of the material. Yeah. And then I it. leave kind of a bit on a high mm. and I'm walking back to my car. Yeah. And I walk in the comedy store mm. kind of down, if you can picture, past the car park. You can walk kind of in the entertainment quarter. Oh, yeah. yeah used to yeah. be Fox Studios. Love it over There's a there. big car park and there's kind of like a normal way you can walk out uh, to the main road. Yeah. And then there's kind of a bit quicker way around the other side of the car park kind of yeah. like an alley and i walk that uh that way because it's a bit quicker um but it's quite i suppose dark and, mm, and silent and okay. alone back yeah. there okay and then i hear from the top of the car park 
Now, on the top of the car park, there is now a go-karting I was going to say, I believe there's company. a go a go-karting organization up there. I've never been up there, but you can hear them. I've often been too drunk to do it. I've gone up to do it, and oh, then really? they breath test you. And then, like, I reckon three times I've blown over. Because they want zero as well. And I'm zero. Always, and I've had, like, two oh, beers. Come on. Like, I'm like, it's a go-kart in a car park. Give me a go. You can't. It's like, it, it seems a crazy business model to do it, to be honest. All these rules around cars. Yeah, it's they, crazy. They get us on both extremes. Yeah. They won't let us be stationary for too long. They won't let us go, go too, too fast. fast. In this case, it's like, where do you want me? For me to enjoy go-karting, mm. I'm going to need to be a bit buzzed. Totally. I'm in my 30s. I'm not 15. Exactly. <laughs> when, do you, when else do you think that I'm going go-karting? I owe the, it's when I've been drinking. I owe the local council 500 in parking tickets. I need to <laughs> blow off a bit of steam with a drink. And now you're not even going to let me get in the go-kart. I thought things would get more chilled if we make the cars a little bit smaller. But no, the rules get more intense. I They're can't... more strict than if I was out there... Driving a real car with on actual people where it can be 0.05, but here you want zero. It's like I'm a P-plater again. I mean, I'm in a fake car in, in a fake track in a car park. I can't <laughs> leave the car park. Let me have a drink. <laughs> oh, they should be in trouble for letting cars be so non-stationary in a place where exactly. they're traditionally meant to be stationary. I mean, they park them at the lot at the end. Let me tell you, there's a lot just parking around. I'm not sure if they're paying the fines. <laughs> So anyway, I've never been up there, but there's probably a whole floor. Is that right? Where the whole all... top level. It's Can I say, besides the um, drinking thing, it's a great setup. Love it up there. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, so I was walking kind of under and mm. I hear some men yell out. At you? Hoot. Well, I didn't know, but they were kind of. I didn't hear any word, but just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I hear. Oh, no, no. <laughs> That's one of the worst sounds, especially yeah. if you're below. And I'm like, oh, if you're below no. where that sound is coming from, that's terrifying. I'm like, okay, so I've heard some rowdy blokes. I reckon mm. these guys are blowing over zero. Yeah, well, they are, maybe they didn't get maybe they didn't get to drive because they were so drunk. So they were like, what's our next favorite activity? Spitting on a <laughs> spitting on a comedian walking below. Let's go spit on a guy who's on a high. Um, that's. Yeah, that's how I was feeling. And that, that does put it in context. That's probably why they were kind of over to the side, kind of up against this yeah. alley, just with nothing to do. But they weren't just spitting spit on me. They were spitting, like, I think they had, like, beers in their mouth. Like, oh. but, but none of it got on me, by the way. Oh, thank God. Um, thank but, God. But uh, close. Mm. And then I had, was basically in this situation where I, like, kind of wanted to... I mean, I got as far away from the, like, uh, uh, the car park in the alley as I could. Mm. And then you kind of don't want to be too phased. So it's like you want to walk with the same gait? Yeah. Because if you act scared, then they've won. Oh, totally. And it's also like the parking inspector thing. You want to pretend like it's normal. Like regularly yeah. when you're walking after a gig, there's drunk men pretending yeah. to spit on you and it's not phasing you. You just yeah. keep walking. Yeah, yeah. Like this is actually what happens to me every day. So continue with your little gollying because this is normal for me. I can handle this. I'm an adult. <laughs> You've made a very good point there that like – Acting nonchalant in the face of being spat on actually conveys too much comfort with being spat on. It would actually be a way better idea to act like you're surprised. You should be like, what the fuck? This is disgusting. Instead, you're like, this happens to me every day. Whatever. Not not phased at all. Four or five times a day. Does that (laughs) say something about my kind of character? I don't know. That makes me cool because I'm okay with being spat. (laughs) I think that's... Yeah, I didn't really think of that. I suppose I, I think a lot of people, they feel an emotion mm. and then they assume that the people that are making them feel that way are trying to make them feel that way. Yeah. And then 
try not to feel that way because they feel like then that would be the win. When in reality, yes. I don't think that they were trying to make me feel intimidated. No. I think they were just trying to have fun by spitting on the I don't think they were thinking, they thinking about it. They were just I don't think to they were thinking about my emotional state. I think they were trying to bond fun. with their mates. And life is hard. Let them have a bit of fun. That's the other thing. Do you know? Like, who knows what their weeks have all been like yes. to lead to this moment. They just want to let wow. us on steam. Pretend, tr- spit on a guy. Like, what an absurd amount of like, empathy. Well, I don't know. I'm not saying, were they trying to get you? Did they? They didn't get Oh, yeah, you. they were trying to get me. I think they okay, were right. trying to, but I'm, my point is I don't think they were trying to intimidate me. Like, people often assume that the feelings they f- feel are, I suppose that's the intention mm. of the, the people that are making them feel that way. But in this case, I think that's just a byproduct. I think they're trying to, they're just trying to have fun mm. and fuck with someone. Whereas I've not, gone, yeah, I've gone too far. I've got empathy for them. I'm like, you're oh, now saying like, oh, they must have had a tough week. I'm like, which... these guys have lost some saliva <coughs> from them. They must be dehydrated. <laughs> we need to run some water up to these and, yeah, guys. This is <laughs> these extreme. poor fellas. This could be true. And I reckon if you actually like did the science, if you did a study somehow, and you looked at people that are spitting on people off a car park or mm. off some other high building, and you look at the weeks they've had. You look at their mental health. You look at where they True. are in their life. You're I not feel wrong. like it, it would there'd be a correlation there between people who aren't loving life and people who are spitting for sure. Yeah. People Could, who are like, you know, we've talked about trying to be a Kennedy. Totally. I don't think you've had, you'd ever you'd never see a Kennedy spitting off a roof. Yeah, but a Kennedy isn't spitting off a root roof because they're happy. It's because they're obsessed with image. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? In the same way, you wouldn't see the prime minister doing it because it's not yeah. like He's the Kennedys a- are doing it because they want to hold themselves like a Kennedy. Like a mayor. Imagine if, like, a paparazzi got a photo of Anthony Albanese <laughs> spitting on someone off the top of a, a, a go- car go kart ring. <laughs> oh, God. it'd be yeah, probably you just pretty can't be good to do that. No, you can't do it. You can't do it at all. Um, anyway, so they didn't get you, and you just moved on. They didn't get me. I walked away in a way trying to make it look like I wasn't intimidated. Got around the corner, but I was like high adrenaline, and I think I felt a bit humiliated. By the fact that I was quite on a high, yeah, and you know, you after you have a good performance, you feel like, oh, you know, I'm I'm doing, I'm doing well, well out here, yeah. And then to go to quite a low of being spat at, it was quite a, I think, a stark difference. Um, and then I emailed, I'm like, I'm going to get him kicked out of the place. Oh, Tom. So I I Come called, on. I these, called the, these the, dehydrated fellas. You're going to get rid of them. I called the go karting company. What the hell, Tom? And because it was Come, like ten at night nut. or something. Well, I mean, no, they're spitting on me. What? I can't rat them out. Why don't of... you run up there and have a chat with them? Maybe that's... <laughs> like, Boys, what's going on? A happy person wouldn't do this. I've just done, done a quick kind no, of no. summation. And in my head, you guys have obviously got severe mental yeah. health issues. And I want to go one by one. I want to ask, are you okay? What, what happened, mate? What happened? And is this really how you guys bond? Yeah. By, like, victimizing others? Would you say Doesn't this that is... actually make you feel guilt and shame? Mm. Inside and associate that guilt and shame with your friends mm. and kind of actually create distance between you. Exactly. Shouldn't you be sharing your vulnerabilities with exactly, each other? Yeah. Wouldn't that Wouldn't ultimately you bring up? you together? They've o- got my head, they're pushing it into a toilet, as I say all this. <laughs> You're like, open up your feelings, <laughs> close your mouth, maybe. Keep your mouth Long closed. Long term, this is not going to be beneficial <laughs> for the friendship group dynamic. As your head goes under, would you say this is a symptom of toxic masculinity, boys? <laughs> This relationship dynamic is about as toxic as the urine cake soap that you're pushing into my mouth as we speak. <laughs> so you email the company. Well, I called the company and they didn't pick up. And then I emailed them mm. 
a passive aggressive thing. It's actually really, really embarrassing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? I would love you to read it. <laughs> um, this is like, you know, I'm pissed off. Hi there. Hmm. There are currently guys spitting on people on the street from your go-karting area. Wait, so this is a, wait, a text or an email, sorry? This is an email. Okay. You've, to, you've, you've started really strong, by the way. Hi there. You haven't been... No, I hope you're well. No, hope your night's I going you're okay. Well. I don't hope you're well. I'm indifferent to whether you're well. But also an email... Sorry, it's not... You've gone in immediately. You've sent this like a text being like, yeah, there are but, currently... They're going to open this up at 9 a.m. the next day. Well, who knows? I mean, it, you know, the business is still open. It did say call at any time, but the calls didn't pick up. So I thought there was a chance that they get bookings through the email and there might be somewhere okay, someone at that's the desk true. getting that's the email. Point. I'll take it back. And I, and I also thought... The, the kind of the, the normal email, like polite things to say. Mm. I feel like when the point of an email is so clear, it can seem a bit disingenuous to do a hope you're well or, a, you know, hope but can I email also, finds you well, like how's it going or whatever. It's like when the, when the email is some people are spitting on me, <laughs> it feels a bit disingenuous to start well, that, with. Well, like, that could be the email header. Some people are spitting on me <laughs> and then you do your hope you're well. The subject of the email is spitting on people. <laughs> Yep, you got. I mean, look, they know. They know now. That's for sure. That one spitting pops on up people. in the inbox. Yeah, I thought that might. They might. They in might capitals, get a click. spitting on people. No, no, no caps. Can I say at this point? I just want to yeah. point something out. I feel like the e- you choosing to send the email mm. is this. This is about you more, I think, than other people getting spat on in the future. This is you wanting to. You, like this is you taking revenge, having to do something. You don't care. You're yeah, just firing I want revenge. Email. I want those. Because if you really cared, you'd go up the top and be like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" There's some boys spitting on people. Just need to let you guys know. Instead, you've what got in your car and sent a little email. Be like, yeah. I've, "I've done it. I've crossed. You've like ticked the box. Now you can get on with your night." They've harped. They've what? What's the saying? They've harmed your buzz. Is that the saying? Killed my buzz. Killed, they killed your buzz. You yeah. killed their fun. Yeah, I mean exactly. That's what I was picturing. Someone getting the email saying spitting on people, like <clears throat> someone who works the desk or something going, oh, and then going to the manager like, oh, there's a, <laughs> there's a crazy email spitting on people. <laughs> and then the manager person going, oh, God, and then look, going and doing a sweep and then seeing like four guys standing by the thing and being like, boys, Oi. out. And then them being like, well, no. Yeah. No, with... We were about to have so much fun go-karting. We've been best. Our night has been ruined by the, being removed from the go-karting. The guy that looked like he got spat on 15 times a day, who would be absolutely cool with it, turns out was not cool at all. Turns out he didn't really like it much. Or he was pretending. He was the coolest guy of all because he got us <laughs> in the end. Oh, we could never have told that he would have sent such a dibber-dobber persnickety email from his cool gate that didn't change at all from pre-spit to post-spit. Um, what a surprising turn of events. Um, okay, so re- wait, what else did you get? Through? So what else was in the email? So subject heading, spitting on people. Yeah. This is, and the second bit is the bit that I think is very, it's embarrassing and you can tell I'm pissed off. Okay. Hi there. There are currently guys spitting on people on the street from your go-karting area. Full stop. Mm-hmm. It'd be better if they weren't spitting on people. Wow, Tom. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, you're, <laughs> you are a smart fellow and you do have a way with words. So I, I pre- the way you've worded that and articulated it is very exciting. And to, but to be fair, it's to the point, you know? I mean, look, that's you don't want to dance debate. around it. I think you don't want to dick around it. I think what I feel a bit embarrassed by is like the the passag, like it would be better if they weren't oh, spitting yeah. on people. I don't like, like that line. I should just, I should have. You don't even need to point out. It doesn't need to be there. You just yeah, said exactly. there's a bit. All that needed, by the way, was the he- the subject yeah. heading, 
and yep. then send a blank email. Oh, no, I need, I need to say there are currently guys. I think that's all necessary. But also, thanks, exclamation mark, oh, Tom. No, Tom. Were you drunk? That's a, had you had a few at this point? No. Sober. This was sober. And I think also maybe that that plays into it, you know? Sober, back, go back to my car. Other people are having fun. I was on a natural high. The natural high is the real story here, I think. You know? It's because you're so... These natural highs are so rare. They don't come mm. around very often. Mm. And you want to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And then you've these spitting guys have really taken it away. I felt from like them. the world loved me for a second. Oh God! But the world actually is indifferent. So maybe your mental health is actually the one that needs helping, not the spitting guys. They're living in the moment, having a bit of fun, being at one with the presence, so just you're having a spit. And you're like having the slightest bit of natural serotonin flowing through your brain, and you're like, I need to hold on to this for as long as possible. <laughs> oh, someone takes it away. <laughs> they must pay. <laughs> They don't know how precious that's serotonin. <laughs> precious, <was. laughs> feeling good. I may never feel that again. I, I get five take minutes all the a steps week. Necessary to, to make sure that they never feel serotonin. Well, now you may never feel good again because the minute you naturally start feeling this, you're going to be looking around for someone to take it away. Well, you say that, but okay. three days later, I receive an email back. Oh, okay, okay. Hi, Tom. Yes. Thank you for bringing this matter to our attention. Mm. Oh, and to express my sincerest apologies for the unpleasant experience you encountered near our go-karting era, uh, mm. area. Your feedback is essential to us okay. as it allows us to address any issues and ensure a safe and enjoyable environment That's for true. all our visitors. So they appreciate the email. Spitting on people is completely unacceptable <gasps> and goes against the standards we uphold for our establishment. Wow. They agreed with you. So you did need that line. Where you say it is not okay or whatever you say. <laughs> I like the fact that they've they've kind of adopted my language of spitting on people. <laughs> like that is now because it was the subject. That is now the way that we refer to the crime. Of course, of course, it's an unex- <laughs> and it goes against our standards. And in our yeah. training, we specifically lay out that spitting is the one thing we do not stand for. <laughs> they don't. They don't like spitting, and that is good to clarify. It's very good to clarify. We are committed to creating a positive experience for our guests, and incidents like the one you described are not reflective of our values. Well, that's good. Mm, that's good. You're also not their guest. That's the other thing. No, exactly. But then, and they made that clear in their <laughs> language at the beginning. You encountered near our gold karting <gasps> area. Oh, like, okay. you know, they're trying to distance yeah. themselves a bit. Of but, course. You know, they're saying they, they, I mean, this is all kind of template language from any kind of negative customer complaint email, I would say, except for the spitting on people thing. Spitting, yeah, spitting is rare to see it in. Well, it's actually kind of exciting to see how they, if they're going to use that template email, exactly. corporate, then how they navigate the act of spitting. And whenever you see a template email, I'm always keen to like, when you look at the bits that aren't template that need to yeah. be filled in, how have they yeah. woven those specifics into the template? Because potentially they might have not used the word spitting and been like, I don't know, like saliva mouth ejaculate, you know, or whatever, you know, pushing totally. saliva out of their mouth onto nearby guests. The unruly behaviour of our guests? Yes. I that, reckon that I would have put made it like unruly behaviour if I'd just heard on the grapevine that if the, if the customer... Or the, you know, the person who walked by your establishment has referred to it as spitting on people. I feel like they felt obliged to. We're committed to creating a positive experience for our guests and incidents like the one you described are not reflective of our values or the type of atmosphere we strive to maintain. Mm-hmm. We have gone ahead and sent you a $100 <gasps> e-gift card to this no. email address No, for you to enjoy as a sign of our sincere apologies. What? No! 
Well, okay, a few things here. Firstly, mm. that's, it's awesome to be you right now because you're living large. Hundred percent. not do that. The serotonin, the serotonin could back. be creeping back in. Whoa. Wow, that's amazing. But secondly, I don't like to see Dobbers rewarded like this. So it is kind of, I don't know, it's a bitter pill to kind of Don't you think to. that it's like, okay, so it's one thing, right, to be walking past and to have the energy, I suppose. I mean, they were, you know, five levels up or something. Mm. But still, I suppose, query whether they spit on someone who seems really intimidating. Yeah. <laughs> or someone who, who they kind of would respect. Yeah. There's still the fact that they chose me to spit on. I don't know. It speaks to something. It's, it, it, it does. They've made a decision there. It's a bit of a lowly like thing. Like the crowd occur, right? that see you when they walk out and they make a decision and they start laughing. Very yes. similar to these boys. Yes. They saw you and they thought he's spittable. Exactly. Exactly. They just... they. They diagnosed me as spittable, which is the first kind of embarrassing thing. Then the second embarrassing thing is I decided to act like this happens all the time, mm. which actually puts me even lower. Even lower. Yeah, but I, big I, don't, time, yeah. I can't think of something even lower than now going go-karting, putting the helmet on, big smile, zooming around, <laughs> knowing that the reason I get to do it for free is because I was spat on. Like to... to to parlay being spat on into, into like a the fun go-kart. teenage go-karting it's experience. It's terrible. It's probably it's terrible. one of the most pathetic things it's not you a- could ever do. And I've booked in for next Tuesday. Of course. And I would, I would love to, to come. I, if I could get there, life. I would be there. Janet, lovely to meet you. Yes, nice to be met. Come on, sit down, tuck in. 